This program is brought to you by After Two Beers Media. Be sure to listen to After Two Beers on iTunes Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and SoundCloud. Also be sure to visit AfterTwoBeers.com. Hello, After Two Beers fans. Dutch Dalton joined as always by the cast of characters that have been pretty steady the last few weeks. It's pretty impressive for us. We got Kimmy Gibbler. That's me. And Sunday. The one and only. Coming from... Outer Saturday. space. Outer space. Well, <laughs> uh, and uh, my favorite explosive technician, Mr. Scarpetti. What's up? <laughs> I thought you were like his say... bathroom habits. Yeah, <laughs> your favorite explosive diarrhea. <laughs> my favorite mud butt slinger. Ew. So we're gonna go ahead and get started. We got a couple stories this week to to get us going Do uh, tell. before we get to our big topic. But the first one uh, we we talked about this on the last episode, and this is Johnny Bobbitt Jr., the guy that we already feel bad for because of his old name, old Johnny Bobbitt, thirty five years old, and he's the guy that gave his last twenty dollars to Kate McClure and a guy named Mark Damico, uh, and they raised money for him. They they did a GoFundMe page. They raised four hundred and like seven thousand dollars. So far, they've given him seventy-five thousand dollars, a pickup truck, oh, and a camper. Sweet. And then they did kept he the rest. Want, like, did he even want a pickup truck and a camper? I think he did, but he probably could have paid for it out of his four hundred thousand dollars. Right. But uh, they decided to keep it for themselves, uh, or I mean, a fair that amount of it. Gave him some place to live. Right. Right. Well, the truck would have. Um, the couple claims they gave him two hundred thousand, as we talked about last week. And they plan to give the rest to him after he became drug-free. So that was awful nice of him. They're trying to cure him of his drugs by spending <laughs> his money. Well, why didn't they send him to rehab with that money? Uh, that's actually what he requested. And instead of doing that, um, they allegedly uh, bought sunglasses, phones, handbags, and um, a apparently a, a mountain, as it was described as I read it, of Nike. A mountain? Of Nike. Whoa. Oh. Ooh. So they are. Were they? So they are kneelers. Yes. But, um, and apparently, prosecutor towed away their BMW today. Oh, that's oh. too bad. Yeah. Huh. So my question is, okay, so were they in arrears on their BMW? And how do they know? <laughs> I said arrears. Arrears. Uh, do, how do they know that that money that they withheld from him was actually going towards that BMW? Like, how do they separate their personal funds from this GoFundMe? Or did they just not have shit before? They deposited all the money into their account. They gave him nothing, or they gave him seventy-five thousand. He claims they claim they gave him two hundred thousand. So even they they admit they've kept hundreds of thousands of dollars from this guy. And my assumption is is when the judge ordered them last Thursday to give him the money, if they had not spent it, they could have just wrote him a check. Ah. Right. Uh, so they had to okay. do a financial analysis on what happened. Right. So Thursday last week. The Florence uh, Police Department executed a search warrant of their apartment, and then uh, GoFundMe vowed Bobbitt that he would receive the full four hundred thousand dollars. So they're uh, they're going to make sure the company themselves of GoFundMe is going to make sure he gets his money. Well, that's wow. awesome. Yeah, less the seven percent service fee, of course. And then a <laughs> right, right, right. And then a um, a hearing I would love to go to uh, this Friday. The couple is got to go back to court. And explain where all the money went. Hey, road trip. Let's go. I would love to sit so in on So where's this at? Florence? Uh, pick a state. I don't know. Well, I'm thinking Florence, <laughs> Kentucky. Because every time you probably. go through there, it's like Florence, y'all. Yeah. It sounds like that kind of, uh, them kind of folk. Yeah. 
They sound like douchebags. <laughs> well, uh, every shady person lives in Florida, right? So I'm assuming Florida. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope they get what's coming to them, and I, that ain't shit. Yeah. Nothing. Get pokey in the pokey. All right. Yep. Uh, New York Times last uh, last week, September sixth. Naked man starts f- house fire while baking cookies on a George Foreman grill. Okay. Damn it, Scaretti. <laughs> so these these fire these firefighters. How'd you get out so soon? These firefighters get to a house around five thirty, and they could see smoke coming from inside. And uh, when they when they went in to to help, they knock on the door, and a naked man opened it <laughs> and said, "I'm sorry," and then closed the door. Right. I want to know if those cookies right? were good on the George Foreman. <laughs> So then, uh, shortly what after, what kind of cookies were they? Yeah. Were they special? <laughs> well, we're getting there. Shortly after, police officers arrived to assist. He came to the door again, but this time he left it open and went back into the house. Right? Still right. naked. Right. Well, yeah, he's cooking. And uh, <laughs> the only time you're not naked cooking is when you're making bacon, right? Right. Oh. According to the uh, the offense report from the police department. The man showed no signs of understanding the danger he was in. There were several things on fire inside the home, including several some towels. Yes. Not just a grill? No. He set his kitchen on fire and was just chilling. He was just like going from room to room, setting shit on fire willy-nilly. Nanky. No, no. He, he, uh, he was baking cookies on the Foreman grill. And then when the fire started, he realized that it was getting out of hand. So he took some towels and threw on top of it because towels clearly. They're not out, flammable. They're clearly oh, Lord. fire killers. Um, they said an officer detained the man and removed him from the house for his own safety. He, uh, if he stayed he in the house. naked at the time. I guarantee it was. They didn't have time. The house was on fire. <laughs> they said if he had stayed in the home much longer, he could have possibly died from smoke inhalation. Um, now, this, this part shocks me. Uh, the man admitted to drinking two liters of vodka. Two liters? Holy shit! And smoking marijuana starting at 9 a.m. that morning. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> that a explains given, the cookies. <laughs> he, yeah. was, he was. I'm so hungry. Right, he was examined at the scene and had no life threatening injuries. Uh, in, you know why? Because he didn't have any clothes on. I bet he greased himself up like a pig so that he wouldn't catch on fire. I, I bet that's why he was naked. Uh, what? I, who knows? I would think if he greased himself up, yeah, he would have had. He would have yeah. caught on fire. Well, then I mean, he would have had too some. slick. He was just slick. He was a little flicky. Oh, yes, it depends on slick the grease. Really. <laughs> Must have been KY or something. Uh, did they say what his uh, blood alcohol level was? They did not. Oh, they said it was I like really it was I probably knew. like syrup. <laughs> How was he still alive? If I took if I drank that much vodka, I would be dead. I'd, oh, be, I'd be willing to bet this guy's built up a tolerance over time. This isn't his first fun random day. This ain't his first vodka rodeo. No. Huh? He had the old charcoal stomach <laughs> deal one, once upon a time to, to decide what, kind of, what his tolerance really is. To say what kind of cookies he was making? It doesn't matter. Oh. Well, I mean, like, that's the important part of the story. Just want to know how the he, he George Foreman grill held up to the cookies. He prob- I mean, if it was oatmeal raisin, it was just complete shit show anyway. I know. He probably got high. And had some cookie dough ice cream and then picked Put out the all the cookie dough parts. <laughs> yeah, he probably, he probably right. <laughs> what if he just took some, like, Biz Quick and threw some peanut butter in it and a little bit of milk and mixed it up and threw it on the George Foreman? Is that a donut? Can... <laughs> like, you, sound, you sound like you know what you're talking about with yeah, this. Yeah, that's here. a little intense. Recipe. Um, yeah. Anyway, what's the next story? The next story, <laughs> right. Uh, do you guys UFC fans? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so um, have you guys... He's a younger guy, 23 years old. He's 10 and 0. 
His name's Bryce Mitchell. Have you guys heard of Bryce? Mm-hmm. Have you really? Nope. Have, have why from his fighting? Just from yeah, just from them talking about him when you watch the fights. All oh, right, so Bryce is going to be out for a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, Bryce was at home doing some woodworking, and uh, he Cut had his arm. Is off. that his naked? <laughs> was he naked? No, he wasn't naked. Is that like? No, and that's important to the story. Okay. Because while he was doing woodworking, he was he was trying to screw some wood in above his head. Oh, shit. And he had a power drill in his pocket. Oh, I heard about oh, this. Holy shit. And, well, yes. it accidentally turned on. Oh. Okay? Oh. Now, this was what he posted on Twitter. And this was just uh, about th- two weeks ago. Mm. All right? This was his Twitter post. And by the way, th- this is so fucking cavalier, what he posts on Facebook <laughs> or Twitter or whatever. Yeah. He's super chill about what actually transpired. Yeah. It's mind-blowing. So so here's what he put. He goes, <laughs> so I was going to train today, but I ripped my nutsack in half. <gasps> oh, my God. I'm about to get stitched up. I was holding a board over my head with a drill in my pants. I was sizing up the board, and the did. drill went sizing off. Sizing up that wood. Now, listen, this may be the best sentence ever written in the English language. I was sizing up the board, and the drill went off and tangled my nuts up in it. I dropped the board on his head and reversed the drill and untangled my nutsack, but they was ripped in half. I'm serious too, LOL. I obviously can't post a pic. Well, he's a UFC fighter. Uh, Obviously, I can't post a pic, but when my nuts are sealed back up. I'm going to train again. I can't even read this without laughing. I think a high kick would rip them in half. Ha ha. And if I hear any shitty puns about this whole... Hey, he doesn't write English very well. Um, I th- he doesn't drill so well either. No. Well, yeah. He really sucks at woodworking. He goes, I think a high kick would rip them in half. And if I hear any hot, uh, shitty puns about how this whole... This is nutty or screwed up. Uh, <laughs> I ain't talked to you for about a month. He was probably under some major painkillers. Yeah, I'm guessing. Well, I would hope so. So here's my question. As a woman, he refers to his nutsack as one unit. But I've always thought of nutsacks as it's kind of two because you got two little things in there, yeah, right? But yeah, but it's one satchel. Yeah, it's one sack. Well, well, right. But what? go back to the line where he says he ripped his nut in half. That was the what very first say? one. So, so then I was he gonna, had two nut sacks at that point. He goes, so I was going to train today, but I ripped my nut sack in half. Ouch. And he said, uh, I was holding a board over my head with the drill in my pants. I was sizing <laughs> up the board and the drill went off and tangled my nuts up Why in it. Why would you have a drill in your pants, first off? I don't like, even where know. is it placed that it can yeah. get to your nuts? Like, oh, that dude needs a carpenter belt. Right. Did he pop a chub to turn it on? I mean, how did it just I don't magically know. come on? But he did post a picture <laughs> of on. his boxers oh. that he wore <laughs> oh, yeah. to the mm. ER. Ew. Do you think, does he, okay, so does he have children? Because he Not ain't going to have them now. Yeah. Mm. He just did his own, what is it, vasectomy? Vasectomy. Yeah. You know, actually, I kind of envy this guy <laughs> because if you could rip your nutsack in half as a dude, it would be nice to put one ball down one pant leg and wall one ball down the other. <laughs> what? Especially if you don't know. I, we don't know. Especially I don't in the summer. I'm guessing it's probably like if we wanted to have 
just one boob so that's like you don't have to completely rearrange it's just you just arrange one so you want your balls to look like droopy dog i don't understand what's going on for comfort i would let my balls look like droopy dog then it could look like a heart i think they glued it glued it i think they glued it i wonder if his ball fell out that's what i wondered like did it just plop on the floor because i've always wanted to see what an actual testicle looks like well, we can make it that happen. Like yeah. <laughs> we, it we looks like an ovary. We could go eat like some Rocky ovary. Mountain oysters if you want someday. Man, if somebody lost their ball in front of me, it would be so tempting not to pick it up and draw a little eye on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's messed up. So it would be an eyeball. What are you eyeball. kidding? You'd want to get up and look it. <laughs> oh, so no. no. I actually did go to school with a guy that he... Uh... Licked a ball after it fell out of somebody's no. crotch? No, no. Oh. He actually... he. Did some damage and tore, and I don't remember if it was on a fence or, I, for some reason, I feel like it was stuck in a bicycle uh, chain. Uh, what? Oh, I bet he remembers. I got a good, you ready what? for no, this? No, I mean, this no, was no, like no, in no, middle no, school, no. so I don't exactly recall, but. I want to know how a guy gets his balls stuck. He tried to jump the fence, dude. Naked? He, it was either a bicycle wreck or he was trying to climb a, offense i don't recall because i mean this has been maybe he was trying to jump a fence on a bicycle i got but i remember them saying that he had um an artificial one put in so just i mean it was just to have called noodles i mean it's just (laughs) to have the same form so that he didn't have a an awkward lopsided satchel so here's here is your (laughs) testicle story you ready for this one yeah all right second grade now i'm old i'm 41 in second grade? Second grade. Now listen. You to had this. to be the like. Now listen. You I, had to be I, the. This is no joke. You We're not going to name any Madison schools. You had to be like the best in kickball. I'm going to give you a story, and this is the tr- honest truth. Second grade. I'm not going to tell you what school. I and went you're 42. To. I'm 41. Don't give. You're 41 in the second grade. No. He's when, 41 I'm now. I'm trying to tell you how long ago this was. Oh. It was so long ago. I got paddled really hard over this one. Okay. And, and liked it. You, no, I didn't. But here's the thing. So second grade, my best friend, we're on the playground, right? Everybody's running around. Everybody's on the monkey bars doing their thing. It's cool. Well, this kid was picking on my friend. Yeah. Bullying me. Bully. First, first stages of bullying, right? He shoved him down. So back then, I watched a lot of martial arts movies. <laughs> All right? <laughs> A Jackie Chan does, let me, let me tell you something. I don't know why you need to watch martial arts movies uh, I, either. For you remember the Karate the Kid? Grade. You remember the Karate Kid? Yeah. I broke down in the crane on this kid. <laughs> you know the crane where they go with the one leg up? And yeah. This is the God's honest truth. And I'm not going to tell you who it was because I don't want to embarrass anybody. But I stepped over my friend. He pushed him off the monkey bars and he fell and hit his head. And I went over there real quick. And I didn't know what to do. And I said, here we go. And I went up in the crane. <laughs> and, and this kid's like, look at me, and he's ready to punch me, you know. You craned him in the I nuts? I craned him in the nuts. And I we craned got him, yeah, here. And I craned him in the nuts so hard, guys, the ambulance came. <gasps> Shut up. And he lost his ball. <gasps> um, Where did it come out of? Did it come out it, of his mouth? Ex- no, that would have been funny. When, when I hit him exploded. so hard, it exploded. <laughs> and he literally had to have surgery. I felt horrible. I mean, I was two years. I was in second grade. I mean, I, Sunday. When he kicked it, when he kicked his ball so hard, the kid coughed and it came out his mouth like he was a uh, pez. 
<laughs> now, everybody thought I was the coolest kid ever, you know. He just he did the Karate Kid, you know. He done explode yeah. his balls. But let me tell you, I got in so much trouble. I got kicked out of school for a you week. You should and, have. That's awful. But I protected the bully. I, he was a bully. Now, I'm going to tell you this right now. I, I'm not a guy that believes in an eye for an eye kind of thing. But I feel like if you explode somebody's nut, they should be allowed to explode yours back. <laughs> I feel like that's a fair rule. I do, I'll never forget that, but you know, we're talking about testicles, and that—that's the only testicle story. That I has have to be for the you. worst pain in the world. Like, I don't even have testicles, but I can only imagine. The wildest part about being hit in your testicles is you can take like a decent blow sometimes, and it's not horrible. <laughs> but one of the worst ones I ever got—decent <laughs> blow. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, one of the absolute worst ones I ever got was my buddy Brad. <laughs> when we were in high school, he threw one of the. Uh, Did he do the karate? Kick, no, crane kick no, on he you? didn't. He didn't do the crane kick. We were. He picked up like a, one of them Scrabble things that hold like the letters. Oh, those little a wooden tray? tray. Yeah, the wooden tray, and he threw it at me, <laughs> and it just grazed it. I mean, it didn't even hit it hard. And I thought for like an hour and a half I was going to puke blood. Oh, it like, wow. it hurts so. It does <laughs> hurt. People have, it makes you sick to your stomach. Oh, people have no, no idea. Well, and the new thing is the cornhole challenge where they lay underneath the board and they <gasps> put their ball sack underneath the hole and you're supposed to toss it that? into the other guys to try and hit it. It's just a new game that all these. You know what I'm convinced when guys do that? I think they're closetly homosexual, which there's nothing wrong with. But just say, hey, guys, we're camping. Why don't we just get our nut sacks out? Because <laughs> that's basically <laughs> what they're doing. Hey, we <laughs> have a nut sack. bedazzling. Right. They're like, hey, man, let's do something manly like chop some wood, and then we'll get I, our nut sacks out. Well, don't brownies. you remember Jackass when that they started that? You know, okay, they that's what it, I was going to say. I was going to say, I don't understand the phenomena of watching people hurt themselves. I hate it. But you, I do you not like it. it. I, no, I wouldn't. Do you I not do watch not ridiculousness? Like yeah, you wouldn't watch someone shooting bottle rockets out of their butthole? No, I hate it because I'm just sitting there thinking, why are you so fucking stupid? Yeah. That's all. I you know mean, what's it's even, not even funny. You know what's even more stupid than that? You shoot the bottle rocket into your butthole. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> I feel like, here's the thing. If you're going to put a firework in your anus, you get whatever you get. You deserve yeah, you whatever happens to you. You hear about it every year. People dying. They put mortar shells on their head and shoot, try and shoot off their head. Well, you're going to die. I don't find it enjoyable <laughs> at all to watch people hurt themselves. So, I just, I no, never have. Okay, so if they're intentionally hurting themselves. Then do you themselves, struggle when you go no. to weddings? <laughs> but no. no. <laughs> now, like those America's uh, Funniest Home videos that they would send in and people would accidentally get hurt, that shit's funny as oh. hell. Oh, my God. But I love people watching people are doing fall. that stuff to themselves on purpose, I don't I find do. any of it funny. My my favorite Howard, or, uh, Haywood Banks song is called Trauma to the Groin. Trauma to the Groin, yeah. <laughs> we need to find the guy out in Vegas that takes the kicks to the nuts. You pay him uh, 20 bucks, you can kick him as hard as you want in the nuts. It's probably... Why would you want to do that, though? No nothing about that sounds fun. Yeah, well, but... see if he bends over. I, I mean, bet that guy... It bet, I bet, first of all, I bet he's married. <laughs> so it means he doesn't have his, his nuts, nuts in anyway. Right? They're, yeah. they're in his wife's purse at home. Yeah. So basically, you're just kicking him in his, like... Boy, I mean, he, you're kicking him I like a GI Time out real quick. Cubic bone. I have to take a time out real quick. So while we are talking about nuts, me and Dutch are eating peanuts. 
But it makes smart sense. That's what it says on the thing. You know what? This is clever marketing. It's clever yeah. marketing. Dry rusted nuts. Uh, Make sure you go get your planters dry nuts. I do love some nuts. If it falls on the floor, Sunday I'll pick it up. All right, after two beers, fans, Dutch Dalton and Kimmy Gibbler here, and we are going to pay some of our bills. A Morgan Construction. A Morgan is located in Centerville, Indiana. With over 20 years of construction and management experience in both residential and commercial markets, you should reach out to A Morgan Construction. They can handle all of your needs for interior renovations, flooring, wall, tile, exterior renovations, custom showers, room additions, whatever else you want to so make. So pretty much everything. Yeah, if you want to make your That's dream awesome. home your dream home, simply visit amorganconstructionllc.com and you will be very impressed with their before and after pictures. Reach out to A Morgan Construction at 765-939-2394. Again, that is 765-939-2394. And again, they're located in Centerville, Indiana. The next sponsor we want to talk about is our good buddies over at Ronald Horn Industries. They do phenomenal artwork. Absolutely. Sometimes I think about this show, and by far I think the best thing that we ever did was hire these guys because I think our logo is pretty kick-ass. I think our logo is just phenomenal and he did a great job for us so he he could also do a great job for others if they're looking yeah maybe we should just let him take over the show i don't know (laughs) about that well ronald horn industries they can help you with your logo design uh illustration gig posters and just regular posters and and prints as well again if if you follow after two beers on after two beers.com or if you also look at our uh, facebook page you'll see some of the amazing work that ronald horn industries has done including our logo Uh, And also our A to B history logo. uh, Our awesome t-shirts and koozies, everything. So you can visit RonaldHorn.com at www.RonaldHorn.com. That's R-O-N-L-E-W-H-O-R-N.com. Again, R-O-N-L-E-W-H-O-R-N.com. You can also visit their store on their webpage and purchase some amazing prints. Uh, You can reach out to Ronald Horn Industries at RonaldHorn.com and hit the contact button to begin the design and they are also we are proudly promoting our pumpkin bash that is coming up very soon and ronald horn actually did that logo for us as well we're very excited about it and the logo of course is phenomenal just like all of his other work so make sure you reach out to a morgan construction and ronald horn make sure you let them know that you heard their advertisement on the after two beers podcast (laughs) all right so we're back um we've had a lot of fun talking about testes (laughs) <laughs> so now we're going to move into our topic of the week. I uh, I put a poll up. This was months ago. Like, like in, in a, your room? No. That would oh, be okay. awesome, though. I was just checking. That would be really cool, though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. It's not like Festivus where Clark. they put up the, the pole and do feats of strength. And, but um, I mean, technically, it really is kind of a feat of strength. Yeah, right. You're like, hold back, hold back. Don't go yet. Um, <laughs> takes a lot of self-control uh, true story All right, actually I'm going to ask well not for you because you're a woman so guys okay. we're always trying oh. to hold back no I mean Does this you sound the disdain in his voice is not you're a woman because, because you're, you're a, woman. a woman no because this is like part where guys are like borderline envious not borderline envious like up until hey, like you guys can piss standing up okay you have and we give birth so there's there's no envy on your side oh no 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 i'm giving well the only thing i'm saying is like as a guy like did you ever have a method as you're getting ready to go that you would do something to like hold it like the hold out yeah don't yeah, be picturing grandma 
You just stop. You just stop and be like kiss the neck or something. Oh, you do the you reset. Do, you try, yeah. You try and you like, reset your stroke. Yeah, the reset stroke your number. stroke number. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always and I swear to God, this is the God's honest truth. I would I would go through my head and I would be like, okay, Joey Votto's at first, Brandon Phillips is the second. You'd put, you would bring sports into it. Yeah, well, yeah. Would, you've got to make sure they're all on the bases before you hit the home run. I would go through the red line up. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would go around the field. Like, it's a lot. E- it's a lot easier as we get older, though. Not really, because the Reds keep trading players. So. <laughs> <laughs> I sit there at the time and I don't know who's on first. <laughs> What's on second? All right. So uh, the the poll was, and it was, would you rather live today, or would you rather live fifty years ago? And when I put the poll out, um, we've got about twelve thousand followers, but we we commonly get fifty to a hundred people answer these polls, which I think is kind of cool. But that day, I don't know, we may have had seventy people respond, and it was almost fifty fifty. Fifty percent wanted to live today. It actually wasn't 50 years ago. I said the 1950s. So, Sunday, let's start with you. If you uh, could, would the you, 1950s. You would pick the 1950s. Well, okay. <laughs> I have always kind of had a weird fascination with the 50s. I love the poodle skirts and the saddle shoes and the soda fountains. So, I mean, so would I have to stay there? Or can I come back? Is well, it for one day? No, no, this is permanent. It's basically like it's you permanent. wake. Well, what I mean by that is it's not, you know. Go back we, to TV dinners. We don't have money for a DeLorean here. That's what I was getting oh. ready to say. The DeLorean stall. Right. Yeah. You're this, done. This oh. isn't, this Marty, isn't, Marty, Mc, Marty McFly. This ain't Quantum Leap. And I'm but grabbing, That's so hard because I'm so fascinated with the 50s. And I loved, like, where America was. You know, the all-American dream and all of that. But I also like where modern medicine is today. <laughs> so that's oh, really hard. So you go with the 50s. Gibbler? I think so. But I don't know that we needed as much modern medicine because the food was all very natural then. I mean, oh, like yeah. everything was very natural. Have you seen 112263, um, by the way? The number? No, it's a, <laughs> it's a show on Hulu. Um, <laughs> Franco did, and it's about the assassination of Kennedy, and he actually goes back, he's trying to save Kennedy, and one of the things that he talks about, in, and it's a book by Stephen King, I think, is how amazing the food tastes, because there was no processed food. Right. No, I think that would be fantastic as far as that, and I do like, you know, there's times that I, you know, I absolutely love technology, and, you know, but... I liked that it was so much more personal back then. And simple. And simple. So which one are you picking? I'm going back. 50s. Yep. Scarpetti? Future. Not f- today. There's no today. future. Present and future. Let's go. All right. <laughs> there may I'm not be a future. It. So in this room, <laughs> um, and I, I'm going to go with present. Yeah, me too. So we're 50-50 just like the poll was. Weird. And, right. Right. Well, and I'll Weird. give you my reason. Um, first of all, I would think that the only people here that would actually want to go back to the 50s, ironically, are Scarpetti and I. Because I think if you say the 50s, you have to be a white male. Because Yeah, but, but also, do you think that because Kim and I are women that we maybe romanticize it a little bit oh, more? Oh, I, I think Probably. we do, abs- absolutely. Because you got to figure in the 50s, at this point, you've only been able to vote for 25 years. 
and you're still not respected. And one of the things, and I don't want to make a joke about it, but uh, Sunday you made the comment about how the food tasted better back then. And the joke, like the smartass in me, wanted to say, well, yeah, it's because the wife had to sit at home all day and clean house and make dinner and make breakfast. And so the food tasted better because it didn't come through a drive-thru. And there you know are times what else? that I would rather do that. Yeah, and you know what else would be really <laughs> On cool? On bad days is, at work. <laughs> I've watched enough Mad Men to know those bitches start drinking freaking martinis at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, nonstop, and smoking cigs like it's their job. So, I mean, I think I could do okay with that. Yeah, I just start at 5. So, I, right. it's, it's and that, <laughs> you know, we talk about this every week, about what, you know, what the idea of After Two Beers was, and it was debate conversations you can have. I think this is a really interesting one because I think if you are um, one of the majority in this country, I would have hated to be African-American in the 50s or and at times even a woman because, Sonny, you brought up Mad Men. I love that series. Love it. But those women aren't respected on a level just because they're women. No. I mean, you're absolutely right. Right. So. Uh, you brought up a, coin, a point with you and Gibbler, which is you fantasize or romanticize. And I sure. think that's what people do about the past. We have a tendency to look at the past with nostalgia and remember the positive parts. For the oh, yeah. Part, that's right? why you that's why after a breakup, you're you're still pining for that exactly. person because you that. don't. Yeah. You don't think about all of the bullshit you dealt with that led you to where you are. You think about all the good times. And that's just how our brain works. Right. You. I mean, a lot of times you want to think for the best, but I will say, like, yes, we have come a ways in this country, but just for the record, women are disrespected every day, and so are African Americans. So to think that our country has moved past all of that is very shallow-minded. I'm with you. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that it's shallow-minded. I just want to say it for the record. No, no, I'm not (laughs) saying that. I'm not saying that we still don't have a long ways to go, but the difference was... The 1950s, you would have never seen a President Obama. It would have yeah. happened. Yeah, it, it would not have happened. So we are progressing, and I'm, I'm believe me, I'm I'm the guy that's saying we still have ways to go, and I'm yeah. the one that's saying also that's why I would not want to go back to the 1950s, because I and it was funny because I was watching Mississippi Burning, and you look at that, and not only were these these individuals killed. They were killed, and the people that got convicted, more or less, the most was ten years. Right. They got. That's it. insane. Right. So that's that's the other reason why I'm not saying today is perfect, but I think it steps better. And it's then getting better. My uh, my girlfriend Amanda, she had mentioned the 1950s as well, and I said, you know, we're a modern relationship where we both come from divorces, which is very common. So, you know, we just really started dating. I said the other thing that you both hit on was the medical advances. Meaning, if it wasn't for the medical advances, she's, she's battled cancer three times, you wouldn't have that either. And, and really what I'm trying to get at with the question more than anything else is I think we have a tendency to really shit on where we live, the time we live in. We have a tendency to look at the grass is always greener. And I think we should appreciate what we have because the medical advances today are better than ever, clearly, for obvious reasons. Yeah. And the life expectancy is higher than ever. And we had a, an African-American president. Yep. And women have very predominant roles in business. Uh, the company that I work for, it's, a, it's almost a Fortune 500 company. It's a, a $3 billion company. And I can honestly, I've been there 18 years, and I can say without a shadow of a doubt, more than half of the time that I've worked there, I've reported to a woman. 
and I'm absolutely fine with it. My mom is is arguably like the hardest worker I've ever seen in my life. Like she's she's phenomenal, and that's what I mean. Like I really, if you really look at today, I agree with everything you just said. But I would also like to say that the moment we become complacent, we don't make change for the better. So while we can appreciate the things that we have, we need to recognize the things that can be better and work towards making them better. And, and that's what I'm getting at. I'll, honestly Sunday is you're exactly right and I'm simply saying today is better than it was in the 1950s but we're not there yet but I think no. we've progressed and so when people look today they say oh today's horrible you know how could you have a kid today in the 1950s and 60s they're hiding under desks because they're concerned about nuclear weapons and if you look at today but let me ask you something uh -huh. about that do you think that's more legitimate than what our children are facing today when people get shot up in schools all the time. I mean, I don't think, I think that was a panic that was sort of unfounded. Whereas today we have a legitimate fear, right? Well, back then, don't forget the Cold War. That was bad. And we weren't there for that. I was not there for that for the, when you're in school, because they were ready to push the button. And yeah. it was Russia, and that was bad. So I can't – I'm with you Sunday, but I, I think that – I've heard my, my parents talk about that and how bad they really thought, and that's when the bombshellers – and I know they made a movie. What's that movie with um, – help me out here, Dal Dalton. Um, well, so far you've given me their I know. I'm going to – listen, <laughs> you know they got a bunker. No, it was that a, there was a bunker. They built a bunker. The parents thought that the, the – um, Blast explosion. from the past? Yes. Yes. I don't know, just thinking about it. Well, if you think about something else, you know, back to the the women equality, when I was just talking to my girlfriend about that, but, you know, look uh, at Serena. Beyonce. 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 Yes, Beyonce. <laughs> Let's not go I got there. your back, girl. But, all right, hold on. We're not promoting you, girl. <laughs> Serena Williams and the whole story there. And if you really look into that Serena Williams thing, she's just saying she's not getting treated like the men are. And I know she threw a fit. But you know what? I'm. Did all you right see with her it. fit though? I did, but you know what? The WTA they backed her. Yeah, but you know what my issue was? This is where we've come. I think in this country, right? Or maybe modern times. She threw a fit, and she was getting coaching advice. They all do it. That's not my point. They get coaching advice. She threw a fit, and she got fined. Now the question was, did she get overly, you know, fined or in trouble because she was a woman or because she was? That's African. not the only thing, though, that they were talking about. Well, but my point being is this. I think they handled her correctly. I think they don't handle the men correctly. Oh, exactly. Well, so no, that's that's really the big question then. Is Yeah, I was going to say, how many times did John McEnroe get fined? Right. And so Never. that that But see, that's my point, Sunday, is this. Everybody, that, like what you just defended, basically, is why everybody gets participation trophies. Because what I'm you do, right? But that's what you just debated. No. You're simply saying no, no. Let me finish. You basically just said because the men do not get criticized, the women shouldn't get criticized. No, nope. I'm saying she got fairly criticized. They better start criticizing the men. Nope, I that's agree. not what I'm saying. Let me, I agree let me with defend. Dom. I agree. All with right, Dom. well, hold on. So you're saying that the men never get in trouble for anything in the? And I, I listen. I'm a man. I'm just telling you. You are? Get out of here. I'm just letting you know that I, know I feel like that. she was shaded. And the reason she's a 21, 
Wimbledon champion or doesn't Grand matter. Slam champion. If you like, no, if you like act LeBron like James, ass. okay. If LeBron James is up there, and he gets criticized, but doesn't get fined, but then the lady side of the of the basketball does the same thing. She does, that's the same thing that's going on. No, no, no. The difference is no. what I'm saying. No, you're not listening to me. The difference is that the woman... I'm saying LeBron should get fined too. Yeah. Oh, I'm too. What, but because, it's not there yet. No, you because you're saying the same fucking things in no, a different manner. No, no. <laughs> yes, you are. No, here's the yes, difference. You are. I think this is what Scarpetti's trying to say. Scarpetti's saying if the men don't get fined, the women should get fined. But if you follow that analogy, that's like having two kids, and one of them doesn't eat all their dinner, and one eats their dinner all the time, right? Well, then the time that the, the woman doesn't, my daughter doesn't eat a whole of her dinner, I get shitty. But when Logan doesn't eat all of his dinner, I don't get shitty. What you're basically telling me, Jeremy, is I shouldn't get shitty at the girl. And I'm saying, no, I should stay shitty at the girl, but I should also be shitty to the to my son. I'm okay. Just I want it to be fair. And that's all, well, I'm, that's what that's I'm, all saying. I'm saying. So, like that, I just said, right. you guys are saying the same exact thing. He's yeah. saying if the guys are not punished, then neither should she. And you're saying... She's punished, but so should the guy. So well, there you the go. Difference. I'm going to send you a did bill you want, in the mail for did, your therapy Potato, session. potato. Did you want me to not punish? But he said he didn't want to punish Serena. Because the no. guys don't get punished. Yeah, yeah well, that's wrong. Well, <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like we're chasing our tail. No, because what I'm trying to say is that's the problem, is we, we build these classes in this country where you judge one person by one thing and judge another by another. And I'm simply saying that if the woman is going to get criticized, I'm not even saying, I don't care which way it goes. If they're doing something and they're breaking the rules or they're throwing their racket down so hard that it breaks. They all do that. Though. It doesn't make it right. No, he's right. It does not make it that does not make it right. Behavior. So I'm saying go up and get on both of them. <laughs> because in Major League Baseball, if I slam my helmet down, I'm getting fined. But the coaching thing is such a joke that... They, there's other tournaments that they're allowed to get coached. And so if you look at how that goes, they all do it. And Serena goes, I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, so what? The coach come out and said, I was coaching her. I was trying to give her hand signals. She, she didn't know that. That's she not, was too busy bitching about the other shit. Yeah, but, but how is the judge supposed to be able to judge all it's, that at he's one not. time? He's not. But what I'm well, saying then is they, then she he was, lost that match because she couldn't get her shit back together. Because of all the other drama that was going on. Right. Well, you know what I say to that? Don't fucking slam your racket down. Yeah. Tell your coach to quit trying to cheat. <laughs> right? I mean, you're yeah. you're giving her excuses on why it was okay for her to cheat. I don't give a I don't care if she ever wins another tournament. I'm just saying I I looked at the you know, I've listened to it, I listen to talk radio every day and I listened to it mm-hmm. and I just felt like you know what, I'm gonna take Serena's side on this one because even the WTA, they took her side on it. They're like, hey, this ain't fair. Well, but me, you know what? She She's going to accept it. She pays the fine, and she moves forward. Right. But there's an inequality thing there. That's I, all I'm saying. I, I do not agree, disagree with the inequality. Um, but what I'm suggesting is if you and I are driving down the street. I hear what you're saying. I, I know what you're throwing down. Well, then why would you want say, okay, what, what happened to her well, is fair. Well, just men. But, I mean, that's, that's what I'm fine. saying. That's, that's all fine. I'm saying, right? Yeah, go ahead. I didn't realize you like participation trophies and shit. I don't, dude. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I will but, tell you this, but though. I would, when also, I... I would also like to add that you, you hit the nail on the head, that things in this country, and I'm just going to say it starts from the top, is acceptable for some, but unacceptable for others. And that's bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. I, we I, should I... all be held. And if you are a person 
of public service, I would even say you should be held to a higher standard than you or I. So letting people slide for things shouldn't happen, regardless of male, female, black, white. Like, if you do something fucked up, you should pay the price Well, and that's essentially what I'm saying, is you judge everyone on the same level. Now, what's interesting about that is, um, I'll use my kids as an example again. My son, he'll tell me at times, he's like, you get on me about things that you don't get on my sister about. And I said, well, yeah, but I also give you privileges that she doesn't get. So my son's 14, my daughter's 10. So there's certain times where the two of them will be arguing, and I get upset with my 14-year-old because he's smart enough and mature enough more than the 10-year-old to know that you are pestering and, and doing things. Sure. And he'll get upset with me, and he'll say, like, well, you don't get mad at her. And I said, but that's true, but I also let you stay up later. I also let you do these things. Yeah, and I think that's acceptable. And you know better. Right, so that's the interesting part about this is, so as we sit here and talk about how we should hold everyone in the public's eye to the same standards, I also believe, like having been in my own home, that I don't do that with my kids, and it's not that well, I there is show definitely favoritism. A, there's definitely a difference in age, in mental capacity, obviously, um, you know, you're not going to hold someone who has a disability to a higher standard than someone who doesn't. Right. And if that person knows right or wrong, yes, they they need to be taught that that's not the right way to go about whatever they were doing. But there are some people out there who just do not have the mental capacity to understand. Or so the same you age. Could, yeah, I, or I mean, the same age group. I mean, you're talking about kids. I mean... That's fine, but you know when they yeah. become adults. I mean, a ten-year-old and a fourteen-year-old are vastly different. Though. Yeah, yeah. Gibbler, I mean, we. I'm, I feel like we're hogging time. No, here, but... I, you're fine. I just, but I, I honestly do feel like that some of the biggest problem in um, younger people, and I don't know where that break off like really began, but there's no accountability. Like there is absolutely not, like. A discipline enough to make them go well shit i'm not going to do that again you know what i so think a lot of it has I to do with social the, media i don't know if it's that i don't know if it's that you know you know i'm not afraid to say i got a few spankings in my time and i earned every single I think one of all them all of us on I this do podcast not think, got whooped i got I whooped a lot i don't think that i <laughs> it damaged me as a person i no. think that it taught me that i'm not I'm not the leader in this. They're the leader. Yeah. I need to listen to what they have to say. There's going to be yeah. punishment if I screw up. You know what's funny? Yeah. I it's so, I feel like we're hitting some topics now that would be phenomenal future podcasts. Oh, yeah. And we can go ahead and go into some because we're doing really well on time. But we're at like 45 minutes, which is our target. <laughs> but the, the spankings is an interesting one for me because, like I said, I grew up and I got a shit ton of spankings. And but I also grew up with buddies that also got a shit ton of spankings that aren't good people today. <laughs> so that whole thing about like kids are better because yeah. they got whooped. Because I'll be honest with you, one of the hardest things for me growing up till I was probably fifteen was I feared my father because of those things. And so I don't know I, if the goal is trying to keep me in line or to make me. I, I want to say of, what I think yeah. the difference is. I think the difference is between those kids that got their ass beat on a regular basis and still turned out to be 
complete and total menaces to society and us <laughs> is that I think even after our butt whippings, we still knew that our parents loved us and they were doing it for a reason. Well, but there, see, there are kids out there every day that get their ass whipped by their parents and they until feel the no belt love comes out. Right. Uh -oh. And I'm, I'm going to say that this. Leather hit oh. every single loop I, of those or wranglers. the switch from granny. The, the part <laughs> I struggle with it more than anything else is this. When your children are two, three years old, you are their protector. They, the, you are the person that if they were a, a puppy or a kitten, they run to the mother for protection, right? And the way uh -huh. you punish them is to intentionally cause physical pain. If they were 15 years older, you would get arrested and I, go to jail. I don't know that there was ever a single spanking that didn't hurt my pride more than it hurt my butt. Like, I don't really? think that it really... Then you like, should have grew never, up with my dad. <laughs> yeah. I never got hit to where the point where it was, like, absolutely... It was more of a, like... And still to this day, if my that's mom had That's not a spanking. Said, that's yeah. like a, that's a love tap. Right. That's called oh, foreplay. And I always called... remember... I, no, and I always remember my mom would be like, I mean, this is going to hurt me more than it does you. Yeah, and I was bullshit. like, you're right. <laughs> but, like, often it would. Like, Are you kidding? Didn't... My dad had a paddle with my name written on it. Oh, I got the belt. Man. I mean, you, you were a bad child. Jeremy, oh, let me done. ask you. I'm kidding. Did it hurt your pride more or did it no, hurt it your hurt, ass more? It hurt my hand because I'm trying to put I my know. hand back there. But let move me tell your you, hand. Yeah, move your hand or you're going to get it too. <laughs> Listen, I got the belt, the switch, the whole nine yards. So oh, I, I remember the first time I ever got a switch. It well, was from my see, granny. And I never knew what the dad. heck a switch was. So I, I want to go back to yeah. Jeremy on this. So you feared your father. Oh, absolutely. I feared my mine. My dad beat my ass. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, I don't feel like that's a healthy situation. No. Well, let me, well, let me <laughs> tell you, I, I didn't do. Do you think that your dad loved you with oh, everything in him and yeah, still does? Yeah, he loved me, but I mean. Yeah. But should you fear someone that's supposed to be protecting you? If a cop pulls out behind you and you've had a few drinks, do you fear it? It's a different kind of fear, That's though. a totally different hey, thing. That's a different kind of fear, though. It's a, it's I feared a my dad for, like, getting man. my ass beat and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, because of the physical pain. Yeah, but you know he why would have my back if, if something happened. Yeah, but the difference is, like, Gibbler on your example, and it's a good example. It's accountability. Well, no, 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 no. Getting punished for something that you've done that you know you weren't supposed to Would you drink and drive if you knew that if you got pulled over, you'd get your ass beat? <laughs> <laughs> I would rather get my ass beat than go to jail. That's or lose true. my license. Because I might get my ass beat in jail. How about, right. the, how about the switch? I Let's mean, talk I'm about a delicate the flower here. I'm joking. <laughs> Let's talk about the switch for a minute. Granny broke the switch out. Oh, yeah. That Go out in the yard and get your switch. one of the worst beatings ever because it didn't just stop there. It wrapped around your whole leg well, and, the problem and finished with, with it, a whip. The problem with that was the first time she ever had me get the switch. Okay. No, she made you pick out her own. Yeah. I had to pick out my own. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, I'll teach her. I'm going to get that smallest one. <laughs> she, that was the one that caused the welts. Like, it was like she just put that between my legs and went, <laughs> I had welts on the inside of my thighs. I was like, whoa. People pay for that in Vegas. I know, right? <laughs> you know, the worst. Pull whip my hair, Granny. By I'm far. It's a joke. <laughs> wow. It was a wow. joke. Wow. That's gross. Choke me. That's a Pornhub category now. <laughs> Switches and pull my hair. My my it worst my worst spanking ever, and I still remember this. I was probably in the sixth grade. My mom whipped me. My dad wasn't home. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say your girlfriend. No, I said I didn't said worse, not best. And uh, I started. I laughed. Oh right? no, that's the wrong you don't thing do to that. do. No, I learned that lesson. No, and I laughed. Oh. 
and my she, sister and she and she she was I think she was with my hand I can't remember but she or with her hand but she started crying she broke blood vessels in her fingers it tore my eyes out like from the tears <laughs> like like watching my mom cry made me feel like a piece of shit well I tell you when I was in high school if my mom said I'm disappointed in you it was like tearing my entire heart out I never wanted my mom to be disappointed in me. Like so, I would, I I would rather her be mad than ever. You know to what go, was the worst? I'm really though? disappointed in you. What you was know your better. worst? Um, my mom wasn't much of a spanker. And by the way, my sister and I hope you're listening. <laughs> she <laughs> would run from my mom until they would both fall on the floor laughing hysterically, because my mom's like, "I'm gonna whoop your ass," and my sister would just haul ass around the dining room table running in circles until they forgot what was going on and they ended up laughing. But Did the worst, you know what the, the b- most insulting thing, though, is my mom would slap me across the face. Oh. I would rather take a whooping I would than be day. slapped across the face. And she didn't do it often, but that's insulting to me. No, I only got it once. I don't know. But I deserved it. But I, like, it was probably more embarrassing to watch walk around Elder Beerman with a red hand on your face. Yeah, a red hand friend. Yes. No. What were you doing in Elder Beerman that she had to smack you in the face? Oh, I was being a little disrespectful teenager. Like, uh, going, oh, so you get a new outfit, but I can't get these jeans? Like, that's my child's. Oh, yeah, I would have smacked you across the face, too. Oh, yeah, I completely deserve that <laughs> you one. You dropped the child support one I dropped the child support one on my mom, and my <gasps> mom is a saint. Like, I mean, my mom, like, she, she was phenomenal. She raised me on teller income and i had no idea you know you were you were being selfish i was being a selfish 13 year old i've never heard i've never heard of a selfish teenager that's crazy so being a teenager having to walk around elder bearman with a little pink handprint on my face that was probably the worst ever you know what's funny to me elder bearman let's pour some out for our homie right yeah Two, (laughs) two things jumped out at me there Sunday, you're talking about your family running around the table. <laughs> I swear to God, like if it were modern days, if I was like in that house, I'd pull out my phone and pull the Benny Hill theme out. That's what I was just going to say. You were imagining the Benny Hill when my sister and my mom were running around yes. the table, and that's gross. And I think that's Don't hilarious. Don't do that. And then the second one is Gibbler's not upset because her mom had to smack her or they got she got smacked in the face. She was upset because she had to walk around a store that people might see her in with a face print. You know, like it's well, I think honestly, something... I think that's accountability. I mean, if you think about I just it, meant because it's a physical look between well, men and women. Years and years and years ago, say like okay, back in the old Western days, you got hanged in front of everybody so that everybody knew what accountability was. You knew what the repercussions were if you screwed up. Are you trying to compare? I'm just, no, No, I'm just just saying that sometimes it has to be. You just brought up getting hung in the Old West (laughs) with getting compared to getting smacked in. Hey, by the way, did that happen in the French and Indian War? Oh, shut up. Oh, that's funny. Uh, The French and Indian War. No, they scalped you back then. All right, I hate to do it because this has been a great show, but we're going to have to wrap it up because we're almost at it's an also hour. what she said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, I came Time in. Time to hang it up. Wrap know, it up. Wrap it up and spank it. Let's we spent almost 15 minutes talking about whoopings. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. 
Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, before we go, we want to make sure we thank our sponsors, not only for the show, but for the upcoming Great Pumpkin Bash. Uh, for the show itself, we've got A. Morgan Construction in Centerville. Uh, be sure to go to their webpage, amorganllc.com. You can look at some before and after pictures. Uh, pretty cool stuff. Ronald Horn Industries, they designed our logo, and they're actually working on a Beastie Boys thing right now. Just a little cat out of the bag. So we're going to do some T-shirts with those guys. For the Great Pumpkin Bash, we want to make sure that we thank Wetzel Family Auto Crews, uh, Gilman's Home Center, uh, Reynolds Plumbing and HVAC, uh, Chris Thompson, Better Homes and Gardens, Today's Harvest for the the Pumpkins, Wildfire Motors, and Bruce Slice. And then last but not least, um, they're going to give us some some publicity this Saturday, and then they'll also be at the event, which is G1013. And this is all going to be held at the Richmond Elks Lodge, and we also want to make sure that we talk about Spark Joy Music and the fact that they're bringing the three bands in, and we've got a lot of food trucks coming in uh, here so locally excited. and vendors. So it's going to be a really cool event. It's, it's first annual. We're already talking about next year already. Uh, we're going to have some shirts available. We've got the Family Fun Day from 1 to 5 in the morning. We're going to have free pumpkins for the kids. We're going to have bounce houses. There's going to be uh So can those be candy. for adults, too? Uh, the bounce houses? Yeah, I think you need to find out ahead of time. Maybe you. I don't know. Scarpetti and I look <laughs> over. No, the there's a weight limit for me and Dutch. We'd so. bounce all the way to the yeah. RPNL. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't forget um, the fall festival at Fountain City. We're going to Oh, yeah. yeah we're so, going to be set up there, right? Yeah, we're going to launch this podcast tomorrow. The only editing was the fact that the vodka got in the way of my ending, so I should be able to get this cut pretty quick. <laughs> but uh, we'll get it launched tomorrow. We'll be up here Saturday in Fountain City, the Fall Festival now. Yeah, is that a name change? Yeah, we had to. They had to change the name just for some legality Lions issues. King used to well, no, it used to be um, Levi Coffin. Coffin Days, and now it's called the Lions Club Fall Festival. Yeah, so. not Lion King. Like, no. We're not like not saving Simba. our brother. Yeah, no, not Simba. the coffin family. <laughs> but we're want some yeah, or we're gonna do some fun stuff though. We're gonna have G one one three there. We're gonna right. We're be at the ball diamond, and, and we're uh, we're coming up with a way for you to come out and watch, and we're gonna destroy pumpkins or balloons or something. We're gonna do something, and you're gonna get some free stuff, and you're gonna free do, tickets, and you're gonna what? donate money, yeah, <laughs> and money, yeah, <laughs> and a bunch of t shirts. We're doing we big things over there. So uh, make sure you come out. So we have that this Saturday, and then one to five the family thing. The music festivals from six to, to ten. Uh, G1013 will be there for that and then we will also have the after party but more importantly um, this is a chance for uh, Cancer is a Punk to raise funds that we're going to donate all the proceeds will go to Reed Bravo here in Richmond, Indiana which provides free mammograms to women that that don't have the financial needs to pay for those Um, save the boobies yeah yeah, yeah. we're all about boobies here as a we're pink save the boobies let's go it's October (laughs) there you go and and the fight like Jan thing so um, Sunday who's enjoying our cheeseburgers in the the microwave we we love you appreciate you being (laughs) on the show Um, Gibbler Scarpetti we're gonna wrap it up and Uh uh, we will talk to you all again next week after two beers beers. bye bye there you go thanks